Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 106 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you? I'm doing all right, Val. And then the man, the myth, the legend, PSA Hall of Famer, Logan at King NASCAR. How are you? I'm feeling like Uncle Pennybags. All right, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> uh, he's the Monopoly man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, for Lang City. Okay. Let's get some housekeeping here. Uh, want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. And we have a great show today. We're going to do the race recap. We had a couple of races this last weekend. We're going to talk about redemptions and Panini points when it comes to NASCAR. We had one of the golden auctions end for July. We're going to take a look, pull back the covers on some of the F1 auctions that closed. And speaking of F1, we're going to take a look at the tops now and some of the 2020 tops now cards. And then we'll wrap up the show with King's Court and then whatever else gets sprinkled in there for the next um, minutes, whatever. So <laughs> I was going to say 30 minutes, but I know we We'll go, for, we'll go longer than that. So please like and subscribe to the podcast uh, or on or the YouTube channel. We appreciate that. And especially the folks who have been listening to the show. Uh, some shout outs to our listeners in Australia, Victoria, Germany. Doug's not paying attention. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to put my phone was making all kinds of noise. So I had to put it on do not disturb. So it see, it still disturbed me. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got uh, well, in next New time Zealand and Canada. Uh, we shout out to all you guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. We really do. Yeah. Hawaii and Pennsylvania, New York, Texas, South Carolina, California, North Carolina, New Jersey, Georgia, Illinois, Virginia, Maryland, Wisconsin. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Let's jump into it. The race racing recap. Camping World Truck Series was off. We're getting ready for race number 16. That's going to be the last race before the playoffs. And that's going to be at Pocono Raceway. That's the CRC Brackling 150. And that's going to be Saturday, July 23rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. And the stages for Pocono Raceway, end of lap 15, end of lap 30, and end of lap 60. So we can, uh, we'll talk about the playoff standings and who's in, who's out after Pocono. So, but it's hard mm-hmm. to believe the, the playoffs are already happening or getting ready to happen for truck series. So, yeah, no, it's going by quick, man. Yes, sir. Xfinity. That was race number 18. And that was the 28th annual crayon 200. And that was Saturday, July 16th at New Hampshire motor speedway. And crayon is not Crayola, by the way. I don't know if you caught what it was. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's uh, uh, some kind of IT company, I think, or something. Or yes. The crayon the crayon company. And a lot of drivers had trouble staying between the lines. They really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess they were, you know, using it and, and um, I was going to say, on there, some of their cars or whatever, cheating a little bit here, but, uh, or, well, being disqualified. But Justin Allgaier was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Sheldon Creed at position five. And what I was talking about was that Noah Graskin and Landon Castle were disqualified. 
Uh, they had finished. What were they? They were up there. Yeah, I don't remember where those guys finished. I know they. Oh, yeah, uh, third uh, Castle was third, and fourth was Gregskin. So they were credited with the uh, last two spots. So, so what did they get disqualified for? They were disqualified for post race inspection, and oh. Junior Mercy Parts was not going to challenge it. <laughs> see, I, I didn't see that on Jayski, so I uh, that I was the that. was I guess it was yesterday. Okay, uh, we're I worked for it on that. Tuesday, so yeah. Wow, man, that, that doesn't happen very often. Getting disqualified like that—that's that's a rarity these days. These guys are usually like right on the edge of being, you know, where they need to be on the on the trim of the car. Wow. Yes, sir. Uh, Justin Olga, we've talked about his cards before. He's in 2009, Press Pass, card number 156. There's a few versions of that parallel. Blue, gold, red, the gold half oil, number 200. There's prospect pieces and prospect pieces autographs, number 50. There's signings, different versions with blue, gold, Orange or bronze, number to 65, purple to 45, green to 15, and then the signing printing plates. There's 2009 Press Pass Stealth, card number 39, and then there's a chrome version, gold chrome to 99, and brushed metal to 25. 2009 Wheels Element, Undiscovered Element Autographs, there's two versions of that. There's the Virgo version number to 130, and then the red ink number 25. And I want to share the screen on this one here. This is, I think it's worth worth the share. We'll see. Oh yeah, that's that's a cool card. Yeah, so it's uh, red ink number to 25, and Justin Algara 08 Archichamp. He looks so young. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought the same thing. He's just a baby. Yeah, I think that's. Golly, that's been let me let me do my ciphering. That's like 13 years ago. <laughs> wow. So that's the um undiscovered elements. He's also in 2009 Wheels main event. He has the autograph cards in there with the marks, clubs and diamonds, number to 50, hearts to 10, and spades, and then the printing plates for that, and then the playing cards. The blue and the red, and he is the four of diamonds. And then our highest finishing rookie was Sheldon Creed. We've talked about Sheldon Creed a few times. Yeah, unfortunately, he um, actually wasn't his fault. It was Josh Berry came down, and he I guess he thought he was clear, and that's what caused Josh Berry to, to spin out and crash and take out a bunch of people with him. I hated that. Josh Berry was doing really good. Uh, Sheldon Creed's Rookies 2021 Chronicles. Everywhere and anywhere in Chronicles. Absolute autographs, the Chronicles, base, the Black, Contenders, Crusades, Gold Standard, Limited, Obsidian, Phoenix, Pinnacle, Select, Spectra. He's in... (laughs) And those all have parallels, and most of them have autographs. So that is a Sheldon Creed set. Yeah, he was Chronicles. Go ahead, Thank goodness for Chronicles. <sighs> Sheldon Creed all day, every day. Yeah, he was a super short print in the Football Chronicles too. 
Uh, yeah, he's he's in National Treasures with um, card in there, and then he's in Panini Prism uh, card number fifty six, and then he also has a variation holding the trophy, and then all the parallels for that. <laughs> for well, we know how many different parallels there are in Prism, and then he's also in the endorsements autograph. So twenty twenty one. Chronicles Prism, Sheldon Creed's wheelhouse. Yeah, it's a, he's that's officially a buttload. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yes, that is officially a buttload. Yeah, well, I'll say um, if you could overdo a driver, I think it might be Sheldon Creed in, in Chronicles. So, mm-hmm. next race, it's going to be race 19, eight more before the playoffs in Xfinity. And that's going to be at Pocono Raceway as well. And that is going to be the Explore the Pocono Mountains 225. And that's going to be Saturday, July 23rd. So we got two on Saturday at five. And this one's going to be at 5 p.m. Stages for Pocono Raceway, end of lap 20, end of lap 40, and end of lap 90. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number 20. That was the 30th annual and better 301 that was sunday july 17th at new hampshire motor speedway and our winner was christopher bell highest finishing rookie was austin creed at position 13. i forgot this one mel of xfinity sheldon creed finished in position five so i don't know if i said that or not but and then christopher bell rookies in 2016. Yeah, that was now my bingo card right there with him winning. Uh, I, I thought for sure Truex had it in the bag, and then uh, voila, they changed two tires, and that car went to junk, and he was done. Official junk status. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to see you know Christopher Bell win, which is hard to believe that Christopher Bell's won. Truex has not. But, yeah. And uh, he stamped his ticket for the playoffs for the most part. And his rookie is 2016 Panini Prism driver signatures. You can see one of the driver signatures there. That's the unnumbered version. There's a green flag version, number 299, blue to 75, red flag to 50, red, white, and blue to 25, rainbow to 24, gold to 10, white flag to 5, camo to 4, black to 3, and checkered flag 101. And then... 2016 certified. He has a base card as well as the mirror silver to 99, mirror orange to 99, the red to 75, blue to 50, gold to 25, purple to 10, green to 5, black to 101, and then Panini signatures. The base is numbered out of 175, mirror red to 49, blue to 35, gold to 25, purple to 10, green to 5, orange to 2, silver to 2, and then black is 101. Then I've got uh, the base, PSA 9. I don't think there's any 10s. I submitted a few, and they all came back 9s. And then a uh, autographed, authentic version I, I got done, signed. Encapsulated, and then also he has Christopher Bell in 2016 Panini Torque, just driver scripts with unnumbered version blue to 99, red to 49, green to 25, and checkerboard to 10. And then I have as a note 
that for 2017, Christopher Bell is only in 2017 Donruss, if you can believe it. Card number 83, and then the parallels to that. So no hmm. select or absolute, which I thought was interesting. That, that's very interesting, especially since they had him so prominent in 2016. Agreed. Yeah, I, I hate to see that you don't you don't have very many Christopher Bell cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I hate that for you. Yeah, well, you know, clicked in 2016 certified, and and uh, I got the prisms when I, I think opened up some prisms. So back then, I was like, you know, who's this? Who's this guy? But I feel like we need bells and whistles sometimes, like the old uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. When you say certain things like 2016 certified, and I feel like everybody's yeah. yeah. All right, we'll have to get on that for uh, for some of that stuff. Yeah, I can be cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and then our highest finish rookie is Austin Cindric at position 13. We've talked about him before, so I think with Austin Cindric, you just want to know about 2018. Uh, Dumbass and Panini certified. Prism, scripture signatures, and then also with a, a victory lane base card and a Panini certified base card. So, yeah, you know, that makes 14 different winners in the Cup Series so far, and there's only 16 playoff slots. So, I think uh, Truex is like number, he's 16th. He's he's on the bubble. So, he, he really needs to win. Yeah, there's a few guys that are sweating it there in that position those last few positions so yeah yeah i i think we're going to have 15 who knows we may have 16 and that, that's not happened in the modern playoff era it's crazy because i feel like last year it was every other week it was like kyle larson and then this year it's like somebody different every time yeah i'm loving it i, 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 lo I love the parody yeah, i'm the same yeah, we got a few drivers that have more than one win, but everybody else has just won. So yeah. Yeah, even Kyle Larson's got one this year. That's hard to believe. He won early, but I thought, oh, when yeah. he won early, I'm like, oh God, here we go again. But that's the only one he's won. So we'll see. Yep. Next race, race number 21, six more before the playoffs in the cup race. And that's going to be at Pocono Raceway. And that's going to be the M&M's Fan Appreciation 400. And that's going to be Sunday, July 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern stages for Cup Race at Pocono. End of lap 30. End of lap 95. End of lap 160. Moving over to the IndyCar Series. We had the 2022 Honda Indy Toronto. And that was Sunday, July 17th. And Scott Dixon was our winner. And with that win, Scott Dixon ties Mario Andretti for second in all-time wins with 51. 52. 52. Okay, then this wasn't updated then. Uh, Racing Reference has him at 51 in over 20 years, 322 races. Yeah, they, they haven't they haven't updated. It was, it was win number 52. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, he's 41 years old. So he's got a few more years, I would think, racing. So, yeah, the of course the all-time uh, most wins leader is AJ Foyt with 67. So he's got a ways to go to to tie AJ. Uh, you know, and there's not a whole lot of IndyCar races every year. So I think him getting to 67 is going to be a tall order. I, I don't know that he's going to have enough years left to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, they had 16 races, or he raced 16 races last year, had won one. So it's going to take a while to get for, was it 14 then? So that just kind of puts into perspective what AJ has done. Yeah, and the um, second most wins of an active driver is Will Power with 41 wins. He's got 41. So he's has the second most wins of an active driver right now. So that shows you that, you know, Will Power still got a ways to go to even catch up to Scott Dixon. Right. Scott Dixon, his cards. So I was checking trading card database. There's a few different ones. There's a 2001 and 2002. There's a select series, no number. And then there's a 2002 Bridgestone medallion series. 2003, that's that formula uh, we had talked about a few weeks ago. I think that's like Czechoslovakia magazine or whatever, card number 70 there. There's some 2003 green light IndyCar. There's also 2003 Indianapolis 500. If I remember right, when you bought a program, you got a coupon for like an uncut sheet of, I don't know if it's nine or 12 or how many of those cards there are of the starting lineup. So that's 2003, 2004, five, and six, looks like. Uh, in 2007, there's a, that as well. But then there's 2007 Rittenhouse, IRL, card number 10, 11, and 12. There's an autograph in there in uh, Shades of Victory, number R6. So I know we usually talk about the rookie cards, but there's a lot of pre, pre-cards, pre I guess, for Scott Dixon. Indy card does not have a lot of, of sets. I'm hoping that will eventually change here. Yeah, you know, they don't get a lot of love in the card world, and apparently NBC doesn't give them a lot of love either because it was on, it was on Peacock, you know, because NBC had the British Open, Tour de France, NASCAR, and then they had the IndyCar race. So you see where IndyCar ranked, unfortunately, above all, I mean, you know, compared to all those other sports. So it was on Peacock. I didn't get to see it because I I, don't, I haven't downloaded Peacock, and I, I just I don't know if they even have to pay to get onto Peacock or not or if it's free or whatever. I, I didn't even try. Uh, I just didn't have enough time anyway. But, yeah, you can see where IndyCar ranks, and I think that's that's kind of sad. Agreed. Uh, next race, it looks like there's two races this weekend that kind of caught me by surprise, but there's the the HYVDeals.com 250 on, on Saturday, July 23rd from at 4 p.m., and that's going to be 250 laps at the Iowa Speedway. And then there's the HY V Salute to Farmers 300 on Sunday, July 24th at 3.25 p.m. Also at Iowa Speedway, it's an 0.875-mile tri-oval. Yeah, that track was actually designed by Rusty Wallace, believe it or not. I did not know that one. Mm -hmm. The world's fastest short track, in quotes. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty cool track. It's out in the middle of nowhere, but it's a pretty cool track. So that's going to be interesting. Uh two races this weekend for IndyCar, so I know where Ken will be. Yep, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yep. Moving over to Formula One, they were off, but they're getting to ready to race, race number 12 at the French Grand Prix Sunday, July 24th at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yep, looking forward to that race. Yep, get, getting back into it with them, and Max Verstappen is our points leader, 37 points over 
Charles Leclerc. So that wraps up our race recap. Yeah, it um, wasn't a whole lot of races this weekend. You know, we didn't have trucks or Formula One, but it was it was a lot of good racing. I was traveling back from uh, Virginia Beach, so I didn't get to watch too much. But looking forward to this weekend as well as uh, I guess uh, packing for the national and stuff, watching some races. But moving over to well, I don't want to talk about some about the national or should we go into redemptions? Yeah, we've already got the segue into the national. Might as well go for it. All right. So the they announced the wrapper redemptions for the different products. Let me get up here on the, the share pack. the screen. Yes. Let me see how it looks on the big screen. Okay, there it is. So Atlantic City, New Jersey, like we all know, and Wednesday the twenty seventh, the calendar of events. We have the VIP registration, sneak preview show opens. There's an NFT party, which I thought was interesting. And then the the Saturday is the Panini VIP. And final show day is Sunday. The Panini Silver Packs. Purchase redemption boxes from any of our three Panini authorized shows floor dealers. David Adams, Blowout Sports Cards, and Steel City Collectibles. And you'll be eligible, eligible to receive Panini Silver Packs from the Panini America booth. And you can see, so 22, the program, the sport, and the silver packs per box. You got select UFC, two silver packs, Court Kings, Blaster. That's a blaster? You get one silver for basketball blaster? And then Chronicles, basketball. Asia. Yeah, one. Draft picks, CB, CFB, one. Chronicles, soccer, one. Mosaic Soccer Series A2 and Absolute Baseball 1. Again, for the second year, NASCAR is kind of shut out here. But, Jason, what what did you find out about Chronicles releasing this year so far? Or so see? Well, so stay with this for a second because mm-hmm. I think it's odd that, well, first of all, I think the lineup for the boxes that you can use for your Silver Pack Redemptions it's very weak, um, and it seems like, and I understand this, but it seems like it's a lot of the stuff that sits versus the stuff that's you know fast moving. Um, you know, it's not optic or prism. You know, of course, they don't need to to move that product. But if you go into any Target, and we're not talking about blasters for all this, but like if you go in any Target or Walmart right now. Chronicles is kind of one that you see. Um, I see a lot of Mosaic soccer stuff and absolute baseball. So it's just not, to me, it's not the most, it's not the strongest uh, list of options. But for you to not include a sport that you have a uh, an exclusive on, like racing and NASCAR, but they also don't include um, anything WWE. Uh, and that's a fairly big license that they just got this year and it's new. So it's almost like, I don't see how you don't include everything or at least one of everything. Yeah. I think they should have, I mean, in the past before last year, you know, they had NASCAR something that you would need to buy to get silver packs and we would do it. Uh, both Val and I would do it every year. You know, we would, we would get 
a handful of boxes and get our silver packs. Um, I just, I really wish, <laughs> I really wish they were doing it. I'm, as I tweeted out today earlier, uh, I'm crying in my sweet tea about that. I wish, wish they were doing it. And it's only from the big three, and you have to show proof, uh, proof of purchase to the Panini booth. It has to be from the big three. David Adams block cards and Steel C. Maximum of five boxes per transaction. I'm sure they'll probably put stickers on the boxes like they've done in the past. That's Full the case way. redemptions are not allowed. So I wonder if they're going to have limited supply of silver packs this year. Maybe that's know. why they're, they're doing these 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 card sets that don't you know sell as much. I mean, who knows? I mean, my assumption always was, especially when now you're limiting it to the big three. I don't remember it being like that in the past. Um, you know, maybe last year, but I don't remember a couple of years ago it being like that. But the list always seemed like it was uh, brands that are slow movers, and this was a way to like funnel those out uh, and get stuff, get some sales, and get stuff opened. Which I understand totally makes sense. It's just that thing of Don Russ is like their flagship, you know, their tops flagship stuff. And there's, it's all over the place. So at least put that in there. Yeah. I mean, even if I had to buy two boxes of Donruss to get a silver pack, I, I might have done that. Yeah. But I just, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I will say that I'm just yeah. disappointed. But what, you know, what, what we will have hopefully, you know, and I, I, I tweeted out and tagged uh, Jeff Hoffer today to see if they were going to have NASCAR cards in the silver packs. And I, I, as of now, I have not heard, but they've had them every year. I would like to think that we'll see, you know, Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, Chase Elliott, and those kind of people, you know, probably Haley Deegan in the silver packs. I would like to think they'll be in there. So to go back to what Val had started to say earlier, the second, I guess like the second half of this is, I know we had a big expectation that Chronicles was going to get released uh, the week of the national and that maybe it would be on this list as well for redemptions. Uh, but unfortunately we've learned that it is delayed until at least August 26th now. So it won't be for another month or so. I've got a tear in my eye. I was going to buy some at the national. Yeah, it's unfortunate when you only have four or five options and then they get delayed. Well, not only get delayed, but you have the premier trading card event right. of the year where, you know, they released Prism in 2016. And, you know, usually they have the new release, a new release at the National. You know, last year was Chronicles. So, yeah. Uh, disappointed, but I guess it gives us more money to uh, chase some of the older stuff. So, yeah. And I guess in speaking of national, Logan, you were saying, we, you know, we will be there next week and we have some, you know, swag. We have some, some buttons and yeah. some hashtag skid marks, <laughs> limited edition buttons there and some magnets and stickers. So, this yeah. is something else i don't know if we've talked about on the show yeah, you are blazing new territory with that we have not i don't think talked about that at okay. all so uh essentially what we're doing is 
giving out some free racing cards. Um, but it's kind of going to be like a, I don't want to say a repack, but kind of our own little thing of older stuff, you know, stuff that we are, the three of us have accumulated, um, stuff that we've gotten from Panini over the years. And we're just going to make some packs and distribute them at the national, but it's not going to be like, you know, necessarily walking up to people and handing them out. We're kind of going to scatter them and leave them. And, uh, you know, there'll be some information on the pack of how to share it and like what hashtag to use to keep track of it. But they'll all have that little sticker on there, you know, enjoy some free racing cars on us, NASCAR radio. And, uh, we'll see what, see what comes out of it. I am putting them together myself. You guys, you know, of course are sending me some stuff to put in there. I've seen some of this stuff already and, I'm a little jealous of some of it because I've seen what Logan has sent me. I haven't seen what Val has sent. So if you see him, I wouldn't pass him up. There's some interesting stuff, and there's a lot of hits that are going to be in these packs. So don't pass them up if you see them. Yeah, there's autos. There's yep. there's mem cards. There's a lot of – there's Hall of Fame autographs. There's a lot of – this is not just packing up some, you know, some 93 uh, – max commons and handing them out there's there's real good hits in these in these packs i think there's a i think i sent a 91 tracks gordon rookie in there so oh my there's autographs uh there's also some unredeemed Dunros vip win card or enter whatever they are cards wouldn't that be something if it came out of one of the packs that we left that'd be awesome it, it would be something. So we we'd have a fan for life for sure on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these packs are going to be really cool. So if you see them uh, around the national, I mean, we're going to just kind of strategically place them around and pick it up, check it out. Um, it's going to be it's going to be worth your while, like Jason said. And if you win the VIP trip, uh, you have to come on the show and tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, plus, hey, we're also going to have maybe just a, a few, a handful of uh, NASCAR radio T-shirts available. There won't be many, but there'll be maybe one or two that we can hand out. See what, how much we can carry. Well, of course, yeah, Atlantic City is like the worst logistics place there is, I think. Yeah, if this was in Chicago, we could like run back to the hotel room real quick and grab more shirts and come back, but it's not that easy here. Not to go off on a tangent, but like – why Atlantic City seems like an Cleveland seems like an odd city to me too, but I know our little you know group hobby hotline guys and stuff like that, and we all know some people at Beckett and Panini, and we talk to them regularly. But like, why is Dallas not on the list of locations for these shows? Like, it, especially with all the companies that are there already how easy it would be for them. That one has always befuddled me that they're not on there as an option. Well, I know one person who's happy is not in Dallas. That's probably Kyle, <laughs> the show promoter. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's not, he, he would not want it there, but uh, you know, logistically Atlantic city by far is the hardest place to get in and out of. And it's just, I just, I'm dreading, I'm dreading the travel to get there. Once I get there, I'll be happy. And I don't care if I get delayed getting out of there. 
You, you so said Atlanta. You oh. Get there. <laughs> yeah, getting to Philly and then getting to um, Atlantic City. Yeah. If, I, if we can get to Philly, we're good. Um, it's just getting there. Yep. So we'll have, I guess, some more information and definitely watch the social channels when it gets closer to the national and then at well or at the national as well. So, so redemptions, should we get to go to redemptions? Go for it. Uh, Panini had put out a letter about redemptions. I'll let, I don't know if one of you guys have that up. If you want to read or paraphrase that article. Uh, I've got it. I've got it in text form. I can read it real quick. Okay. It says dear valued Panini customer. This is an important message from Panini America concerning Certain open redemptions you may have in your account. This pertains to cards of low to mid-level value. And it says in parentheses, as defined by Panini at its sole discretion. So they can say, hey, this is a mid-level card. Hey, this this uh, you know, Kobe Bryant card or whatever is a you know, they, they can say whatever they want, you know. But anyway, and then it says uh also it pertains to open redemptions. For these low to mid value cards where a service ticket was created on or before December 31st, 2017. And he goes, please note, this will not affect high value Panini cards. So if you've got like a really high value logo man or whatever you've got, it's not going to affect this. They're going to hopefully it'll get honored one day. And then it says for open redemptions that fit the these two criteria. You will still have an opportunity to exchange these redemptions for Panini reward points. Ugh. Each month, Panini point uh, Panini reward points releases special items for their members. Reward points is a customer loyalty program where you can exchange points for unique and valuable memorabilia, Panini cards, and exclusive packs. For for more information on the Panini rewards program, please click link. Blah blah blah, and it says. Please be advised that starting on September 30th, 20, 2022, which is not that far away, was that, you know, eight weeks, something like that? Yeah, about eight, about eight weeks. All redemptions for cards of low to mid-level value where the service ticket was opened on or before December 31st, 2017, will no longer be reward points eligible. So what that means is, if you've got a ticket and you've got a card older than that, just go ahead. I did it today because I have one. Just go ahead today and tell them you want Panini Rewards points. And then it goes on to say on September 30th, 2022, Panini will begin to fulfill redemptions on cards that meet the two criteria by sending you, uh, by sending you the customer, a card of equal or greater value. So, you're going to get something there. It sounds to me like what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to clean this thing up and start fresh. Uh, it says at that point, Panini will consider all these redemptions fulfilled and service tickets will be closed. And then it says again, please note, this will not affect high value Panini cards. Remember, the deadline to claim Panini rewards for these open redemptions is September 30th, 2022. Thank you, Panini America Incorporated. That's the whole letter. So what do y'all think about that? So if you, I want to clarify something because it cut out for me for a second. So if you don't redeem some of these that they've deemed mid-level by September 30th, is it snooze you lose? Yep. Snooze you lose. Okay. If, but it has to be, if, if the ticket is 
uh, December 31st and before. So if you've got a service ticket that's that old, you, you just need to go ahead and redeem them. Uh, if you've got one that's after that, they're going to send you a card of equal or greater value of something. So it, it, like I said, it sounds to me like, you know, they're just wanting to get it cleaned up and hopefully start fresh and maybe get this thing under control and hopefully it'll be a lot better. I'm hoping. I hate to, I hate to say it and I'm not trying to imply anything. It sounds like FLIR when FLIR went bankrupt. However many redemptions you got, you got two cards for that one redemption, no matter what it was, just for them to clear out inventory and to please customers. I remember seeing some people getting some good stuff that weren't really entitled to it because of what they previously were, were getting. So hopefully this works out well for some people. I mean, it's obviously not going to work out well for everybody, but. Well, here's, here's one thing, Jason, you know, since, you know, I'm a racing guy, you know, you know, I like other sports, but I don't collect the other sports. Right. So if I've got a racing redemption and they're going to send me something of equal or greater value, is that going to be another sport? Am I going to get a card from basketball or football or whatever? And then now I got a card that I really don't care about. I mean, I guess you can always trade it, sell it, do whatever, but still I would rather have, I'm hoping that they will try to do sport for sport. You know, they, I don't think they said that in here, but I'm hoping that's what they do. I would think it's percentages. Like if you have one or two redemptions that are racing, you'll probably get racing. If you have, 10 to 15, maybe 75% of it's racing, you know, so that would be my guess, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm going to tell you, redemptions suck. And it makes me think of this classic TV commercial that I used to, to see. And you guys are older, so you know what a rain check is. But a rain check for the new for new folks is if you went to go buy something and they didn't have it in stock, you got a rain check. So basically, when it got back in stock, that you could you could uh, redeem it for something. But uh, hopefully, you guys can hear this one. This is funny. Do you like it, rain check? Uh, you are my favorite friend. Rain check. Uh. Here's something you'll never see. Go rain check. Go rain check. A kid and his favorite rain check. Why settle for a rain check when you can go to ToysRUs.com and get your kids what they really want this holiday season? ToysRUs.com for hot deals and hot toys. Just point, click, play. Rain check, where are you? <laughs> yeah. So you can sub a redemption in there for instead of rain check. Yeah, yeah. I, there, there's one. There's one good way to get around this redemption problem. Don't include redemptions. If somebody doesn't send anything back in time it's just not going to be in the product you, you if, they, if you get them then put them on the rewards program and move on we look at old wax and stuff like that and i've said this before is that you know these redemptions are basically ticking expiring value in these boxes because just imagine if we had some of these older stuff from press pass that didn't have dale hart senior autographs and they were redemptions and you know they turned out to be not fulfilled or whatever and, and worthless as opposed to these boxes, you know, still having these cards still in them. Mm -hmm. So uh, is, is NASCAR is different than the other sports. I think a lot of the drivers do sign and we ha probably don't have a lot of situations where the redemptions don't go 
unfilled. Now we have some drivers who have passed away. And so those redemptions might not be filled. So there's that kind of situation, but Chase Elliott and Bubba Wallace and Clint Boyer or Tony Stewart, those are the guys that I've seen Martin Truex redemptions for, but they usually get them in by the end of the year and, and you get them. So, and then one thing I didn't read was the previous announcement was that if they had it, then they would send it. If they had it and you sent it and they would send it. So it didn't necessarily expire after the 18 months. That looks like is the window of expiring redemptions. Yeah. Can I, you, think, I was just going to say, can you imagine having a uh, 94 max medallion uh, and have those cards be redemption cards in there for the Earnhardt for the 88 max Earnhardt? <laughs> well, I think yeah. those were actually. Oh, that's right. They were. They were. The, I think the 97s that's, that's right, were as well. You're not thinking about. Yeah, it was one per case, but yeah, so those are, you that's know, right, toast. They were. But I was thinking more of like the 2000 SP Authentic and some of that yeah. stuff. They were not redemptions. But it's just, um, I think they need to do a better job on the packaging that this product may contain redemptions. And one of the biggest rubs for me is Panini points, and then you have to pay for shipping. So, if you get whatever amount of points you get, yes, you can go to the website and I have the website up and you can go shopping. But if memory serves me right, you have to pay for shipping. You do. And I'm in a situation where I have a hundred points and you know, you can't get nothing for a hundred points. <laughs> no, you're, you're out of luck right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the, the neutral zone there. So, but I mean, you can see the, I think they, get refreshed on Fridays or whatever, but you know, you got Chandler Smith and Justin Haley, Cole Custer. Yeah. They had a huge release a few weeks ago and I, I tried to get a one of one auto of um, Daniel Suarez. And I had it in my, again, I had it in my cart. And by the time I went to go check out with my Panini points, it was, it was out of my cart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, folks, popping on those one-on-ones see i'm of the mindset that i don't mind the redemptions i think i'm more upset that these cards weren't in the packs that now somebody else that never even bought that product has a chance to get them when you told me you being panini you told me that i had xyz chance to pull this out of so many packs but actually it was never even in there yeah I, yeah i don't i i'm not a fan of that either i mean there's some 2017 select there's a 2018 christopher bell don ross signature because some of those i don't know who it was i couldn't see it but up top it looked like there was a full rainbow of one driver's autograph it was probably, probably tie. like right in there is one Brandon Brown. There you go. Brandon Brown. Yeah, there's one for sure. Yeah. And I'd be curious to see if they show up on the checklist or not. I have seen, like we had talked about it before, the Harrison Burton was only available as a rewards redemption and is not in the checklist. So if you could download the checklist from Panini, you will not find Harrison Burton. I think it was 2017 Select. If you pull the 2017 Select checklist you won't find it but it, it's available because it was in the rewards program Didn't so make here's, here's a way back question remember 
I think it might have been Prism last year. But when we were talking, we were going through the checklist and there were missing numbers and we didn't have an explanation. Is that what it's from, do you think, now that in retrospect? Oh, I think that was, was that Chronicles? I can't remember. Well, that was the uh, National uh, the National Treasures Cut Autos that we were talking about. It wasn't Cut Autos. It was something to where there were a handful of insert sets that were missing like a certain number. It would be like right. one, three, four, five, six. There was no two, but right. then there was no explanation as to why that driver wasn't included. But then when you said that just now, Val, it made me think, well, maybe that was the reason where it is included, but it's just not in the box. Right, we'll have to dig into that. Yeah, I do remember that now that you say that because we were trying to figure out who was missing. Yep. And, and maybe it was the 2021 Chronicles. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a little while ago, though. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so uh, the Panini points, you know, to replace a hit with points and then having to make you pay shipping on it, I think it should be free shipping on that. Or they need to do a better job that there's redemptions in these packages because I'm. You know, we've been doing this for a while, so we know about the redemptions and any mm -hmm. points. Other folks might not be familiar with that. So, but yeah, redemptions suck. Yep, not a fan. Yeah, I wish they could uh, do away with redemptions. But, you know, until people stop buying a product or we have less hits per box so that they're not having to get all these drivers. And I, you know, some sports are worse than others. Now, I could see football. They have so many draft picks and for a new product and trying to get all those draft picks. And I don't know, the one guy out of Jacksonville always comes to mind where they drafted him and he had he had redemptions for his autographs and he made it through camp and then he like got his guaranteed money and just quit. He became he went to go do something else. And so I'm sure those redemptions were were never fulfilled and he was gone. But you know, we don't have that necessarily in NASCAR, so no. And I don't think we have the redemption problem that the other sports have, but you know, it's not as bad for us as it is other sports. I I feel for these people who are you know with basketball, football, you know, baseball, whatever. But so, I know you like Logan. You're waiting on a redemption because you had Junior Johnson, and I think we had heard that he assigned them, but he signed the wrong side, and so they had sent him a, a new set to sign and. They were never signed. Yep. They never they never made it back, unfortunately. So that means there's a box of those sitting somewhere, signed on the wrong side, that uh could eventually fall off the truck, huh? They they may they may very well ten years from now we may see them. Yep. All right, anything else with the redemptions? I know we're pushing No. No, we're time. done. Tops now. The and the golden auctions, I know. I think Logan was following some of the 2020 tops now PSA auctions. Yeah. Um, as everybody knows back about, it's probably about a year and a half ago, the Lewis Hamilton 2020 tops now card number three was one hot card. People were sending them into PSA to get graded. They were grading very well. A lot of tens. A lot of nines. I ended up buying a nine not all that long ago. 
but uh, a lot of tens out there. And of course, with that came some really, really high prices. Uh, about a year and a half ago, that card was selling, I'm thinking it was between four and $5,000 for that card. And it was selling at that price. Um, you know, prices have come down and they have come down significantly. Uh, I looked at some previous eBay auctions that have ended. I mean, this isn't King's Court or anything like that. But looking at some of the eBay auctions recently, some PST, PST, PSA 10 examples of that card have sold for, uh, there's one right now that's, that's, that Val is showing. It's still got five days left on it. And it's only $51 so far with 10 bids. But there's some complete, some completed auctions, for example, that one that ended on July 3rd. And it ended for $510 with only two bids for that card. And I recently paid around $300-something just for my PSA 9, and I should have probably waited. But And there's some other ones, too. I mean, there's ones that have ended at, in, at $522, um, $600. There's been several that have gone you know, way cheap. That card has really come down. And that's just a, a microcosm of, I think, what's going on in the hobby right now. We're seeing a lot of cards going down in price. Yeah, there's a lot of supply and neither few folks have them that, you know, trying to sell them and there's not enough people to absorb them at the prices. So it's, you said you paid 300 for a nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw a couple that are like right around 225 right now. Actually, that's about a month ago. So, yeah, I, I, um, I pulled the trigger too soon. I thought I was pulling the trigger about the right time because I thought. Well, this card will probably, you know, level out about nine hundred a thousand dollars, probably, and but it's gone way lower than that. Yeah, so a little bit more on your PSA nine. Um, two of them sold April twenty, the week of April twentieth, four hundred two and four hundred five. But then, as recent as June tenth, one sold for two twenty four fifty with 26 bids. So yeah, that's a pretty steep decline pretty fast. Yeah. When you think about it, it's, I mean, it's, that's, that's almost a 90% de de decline in the pricing. So gosh, if somebody paid that kind of money back a year and a half ago, you know, they're probably not real happy right now at all. I wouldn't be. Part of that too is Lewis Hamilton is not having the year he had last year. That's true. That always bothered me with guys that have well-established careers because it's that thing of once you're Hall of Fame, you're never out necessarily. So how all of a sudden does your value decrease? Like I understand hot and not, but but still like it shouldn't be that, that dramatic. Um, but even you said it, Val, you know, the market is different. Think about if you go into Walmart and Target right now, there are cards on the shelf every time I go in. It's not mm -hmm. like it used to be where I was up at four in the morning standing in line. You know, it's definitely not like that, you know, how it was two years ago. So yeah, the market is changing for sure. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. 
I mean, and even you know, going back on this set, this Lewis Hamilton card, I'm looking right now on June 30th, a Probstein auction. Okay, this is Probstein, and you know his prices always seem to go a little bit higher. $516. So that I think that tells you everything you yeah. want to know right there. Yeah, I mean the Dallas card show what was it a year, year and a few months ago. And that was what, like you said, three, four thousand. Yeah, Ivan had some with him. He brought some, and he was looking to to sell some of his that he got graded. I think he was, I think he was asking close to four thousand. I was like maybe three thousand and some change. I think is what he was asking for his at the time. But you know they had already been higher before that. You know, and I guess a lot of it was you know FOMO. You know, people going, oh my gosh, there's not going to be many of these, and there's a PSA ten. I better grab it while I can. You know. I, I, you know, I, I, if I, if it was me and I had bought that card back then, I would be kicking myself pretty hard right mm -hmm. now. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff to unpack when it comes to the cards, F1, you know, the, the demand for the cards now that Tops has, Release the second year of cards. You have flagship, the Chrome, the Sapphire. We have Dynasty. Third year for Tops now, even. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can share that too. You know, looking at the current uh, Tops now screen. Well, most of the tops tops now offerings now are you know it's nothing like it was when these things first hit the market a year and a half ago, whenever it no yeah, so it was these, more than that it's a couple of years ago. So these are the current offerings. So card thirty eight thirty nine. So go to archives. So there's only got twenty seven, twenty six, twenty three. So we're missing. Some, let's see, by position. Yeah, 26 and 27. So there's a gap between the latest and greatest. So this one here was 1,624, 1,532. I just, I think there's just a lot more F1 offerings than there were, naturally. And then you have, and this is the problem that we know very well with NASCAR is that we don't have a lot of rookies coming in and card market is kind of a rookie based, I think, market. And so, and so you have this, you know, not the same old drivers, you know, you have F2 and, and other series, but then there's cards in, in Chrome, but they're not getting any really, I think, publicity or anything other than you probably got a handful, maybe 10 drivers that that people are, are gunning for. So um, I don't know if I'm making any sense or not. So, so you don't have a lot of new blood coming in or new people going after the new drivers. It's the kind of the same drivers. And 
they're not cheap. So if you had 10 grand, you know, you're buying one card or you're buying a few cards with that, with that money. So, and again, that, you know, that's $10,000. I don't know how many people are, are buying and, or what the number of collectors that are, are buying the cards at, at this. So this is Golden's last closing July auction. I think it closed on the 16th. And this PSA 9 2006 Futura closed at right at 204,000. I thought they were, you know, this was another nine, a, a population of two that, you know, would get a higher value than that. Well, the last one, I thought the last one that that, that sold was a PSA seven. It was, and it, it went, went for 50, right? It went, yeah. Um, don't, I'm, don't get me the lion, but. Yeah, I think yeah. it went for 50, but I think the other nine went for. Uh, that was a few months ago. I don't know if I have to go out and look if it was 500, 400,000 maybe or something. It seemed so, to me like it was almost half a million dollars. Yeah. And then you have these dynasties. This 2020 Topps Dynasty autograph. Max Verstappen, 205 at 26,000. Uh, Lando Norris there at 16. Uh, this zipper one, a 2021 autograph with a zipper for 7,200. I think that's probably a low concern. I thought that was a pretty sweet looking card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 5,000. And remember, these boxes are they're selling for like 4,000. You get one card a box. So. Yeah, I saw where a case went for went on auction and sold on my slabs for like thirty two thousand dollars for for a, an unopened case. And I forget how many is in a case. It's not many. Is it six? Maybe six boxes in a case or something. It's not not a lot. So, so what's interesting is is this here this the seventy four Nikki Lauda for eight hundred ten for a five. And I'm not sure about this one. This Mick Schumacher or Michael Schumacher, uh, PSA 10 for 600 and an unopened box for 364. Yeah, that, that that's a little high for an unopened box because you can see them on eBay for like a couple hundred right now. And I think you get a complete set. It's not like uh, actual wax packs or whatever. It's wax packs, but I think it makes up the whole set out of one box. I wonder if it, there's a premium because it's wrapped possibly yeah I, that's something i've never seen before so i don't even know what the regular price is i know logan you said like 200 but that's baseball card exchange wrapped yes so that's that a good catch probably why yeah because you're you're probably not going to get duped on that one and then this 2016 top trumps grand prix heroes uh psa 9 for stopping for 720. If you look at some of these other ones, 150 bucks. Uh, Danny Ricardo, you know, autograph. And then Lewis Hamilton, PSA 9, 150. 
Yeah. And see, those have come down considerably too. So, I mean, we're seeing it's, I mean, some of these prices look, look really, really high, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it's, it's all coming down, even though, you know, some of the higher end cards are still retaining, a, you know, a good bit of their value there. Those, those are still coming down as are these cards right here. Yeah. This makes Schumacher numbered at a 90 PSA. Looks like an eight autos, a 10 for 420. Two boxes of 2020 Tops Chrome factory sealed, 18 packs, $2,700. When uh, these were fetching like 4000 just so I thought a few weeks, months ago. Yeah, it hadn't been long. So th those are coming down too. I think it's kind of what you say, Val. Um, you know, once the everybody gets their hands on what they're wanting, uh, you know, then there's no demand, so the price has to come down at some point. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough people buying them up at, at you know, willing to pay these higher prices or enough new collectors coming in uh, to get, you know, to have their first cards or whatever, spending the big money on, on that um, high-dollar cards. You, we even have some 2020 Tops Turbo Attacks PSA 9s. These are foil cards, so they're kind of tough. And you can see like 150, 100, and 150 for the Hamilton. Yeah, you know, you can see where Golden has, you know, they've, they've really dove headfirst into Formula One. They're they, they, they've been doing a lot of Formula One lately. Here's some of uh, the... Some tickets, too. Yeah, tickets. This 2020, 2021, uh, this is blue, number 99, PSA 10, Ver, Verstappen and Wind for 344. Uh, this is a 10 of 10 for 450, and a 101 Max Verstappen 2021... F1 Apex. I don't think that's Chrome, so that's going to be flagship. Yeah, I think that's that's just flagship. It's not. It's a full yeah. fraction. That yeah. But, you know, that's a one of one, and it, it only sold for eighteen hundred bucks. Now, you know, it, in my opinion, that's you know that that those kind of prices are probably. You know what I would consider normal prices. It's not this this crazy, hyped up stuff that we've been seeing. So, you know, so I, th I mean, I think it's 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 starting to come down to earth. Uh, you know, and, and we've lived this with NASCAR, hadn't we, Val? Oh yeah, definitely. I don't. You know, it's not the sky has fallen on it. I think it just you know we're we're seeing a little bit of a correction. Yeah. Uh, we see and we see people going after you know some of the earlier. Uh, F1 type cards, you know, as, yeah, they're, they're, as they're, the they're, top stuff. So there are people delving into the history now, which I'm glad to see. Mm -hmm. Something else that I've noticed too is you're starting to see a lot of these, uh, like European issues and South American issues of of these Formula One cards that we've never seen before. You know, this has brought a lot of that stuff out of the woodwork, which I've seen some of these things. Like there, I saw a card of Juan uh, 
Juan Manuel Fangio the other day, and that card, it was, I think it was back in the 60s, like 65, 66. And it was an awesome looking card. I wish I had bought it just because of the way it looked. It just had this provenance and aura around it. It was such a neat card. So I'm glad to see that these cards are starting to come out of the woodwork and they're starting to get appreciated. The problem is, is getting them graded because, you know, PSA, they have to do research and, and make sure that it's a legitimate issue and, and all, the, all that before they can grade it. So a lot of these things, it's going to take a while to get a lot of these cards graded. But when you look at them, there's some beautiful cards out there from Formula One back in the 60s, you know, even like, you know, mid to late 50s. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some of that stuff that's you know coming out of the woodwork. So, yep. Uh, I think that's all we got or running out of time here. We were running out of time again, as usual. So I guess move over to the King's Court. Yep. Cue the music, brother. All right. We've had another exciting week with King's Court. Uh, so exciting that I had to add an honorable mention again this week. And our honorable mention was sold on the 14th. It's this card that we're looking at right now. It's a 1997 Press Pass Act Action Vision Race Use Sheet Metal card of Dale Earnhardt. It's, it's, of course, it's signed by Dale Earnhardt. It's number 23 of 375. It went for $609.98 with 49 bids. You know, when I saw that card, I wanted that card. But again... It just went over what I was willing to spend. <laughs> yeah, we come off a segment where we're talking about $24,000 or $200,000 for uh, cards or whatever. But, yeah, and that guess, just shows you the what NASCAR is going for. Yeah, I guess I'm the Jack Benny of NASCAR cards. I'm pretty cheap. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a nice card. I, whoever got that, congratulations. That's, that's, a, that's a cool card. All right, so moving on to our Joker. This was sold on the 15th of July, and I missed this. I would have bought it for this price because somebody stole this. This is a Carol Shelby gold card. It's signed by Carol Shelby. It's number four, uh, excuse me, 541 of 2,500, and it came from Canada. And what's weird about these cards, too, is I don't, I don't think anybody told Carol Shelby, hey, you need to use a Sharpie on these things because this is like from 1992, I think. Uh, he signed them in pen. So if you go back to the front of that value, you'll see it. It's, it's signed in, it's signed in pen. Um, so the autographs are not that great, but still it's a Carol Shelby autograph. And I, I, that's something I don't have in my collection, but anyway, it sold for $129 and 95 cents in Canadian dollars, which equates to $98 and 76 cents us. And you're not going to pick up a Carol Shelby autograph probably for less than at least a couple hundred dollars right now for sure. So whoever sold it, I mean, whoever bought this did very well. But, you know, the description on it, I think, hurt it, you know, because it doesn't say autograph or anything like that. Right. Uh, so somebody found that and went click and or actually didn't go click because they only had one bid, but uh, they bought it. So congratulations to them on that. That's that's a cool card, if you ask me. Yeah. 
All right, Jack of the Week. This was also on the 15th of July. Daniel Ricardo, 2021, Tops Formula One Dynasty, number seven of 10, autographed. And look at that. It's a PSA 10 auto, and it's a PSA 10 on the card. That's a 10-10 win. Uh, and that had a lot of active bidding on it, too. It went for $600.01 with 67 bids. I think that uh, you know that's probably worth it easily. That is a it's a nice looking card. I was trying to figure out where that patch was, but I was waiting for my my resident patch expert finder expert guy to to help me out with that, Jason. Yeah, I'm looking for the number and based on that picture, I don't see it. Yeah, but I like that card. It's it's a beauty. Like I said, it's a ten ten. Um, and I think whoever bought it probably got it for a good price because I think Daniel Ricardo's career is only going to go up. So I think whoever got it uh, long-term is probably going to do well. All right, next up, Queen of the Week. This was on the 16th, and uh, it's a 2020 Panini National Treasures Haley Deegan Auto 3 of 3. And, again, that's one of those deals where I'm trying to figure out where this patch came from. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at him going, I don't know where it came from. But anyway, this card, it's a it's a PSA 10. Oh, no, it's not PSA 10. My bad. They think it's a PSA 10. That's what it says in the description. But it's um, it went for, uh, no, it's not in the description. I, man, I am losing it. I'm, I'm on the wrong description. Anyway, uh, this card went for $1,500. And ninety-nine $1,500.99, $1, best offer accepted. And they were asking $3,999.99. Three, $3, I'll get it right here in this Easy minute. for you to say. Yeah, a lot of nines. Uh, so, uh, again, so, I don't know where, where that patch came from. It's hard to say. It looks like it's embroidered, though. It's an embroidered patch. Yeah. Well, I think I found Daniel Ricardo where it came <laughs> from on him. So. What if that's from her shoulder? It may be one of the shoulder patches. Oh no, yeah, um, no, I, I don't. I take it back. I don't, I don't think so. Well, maybe that stripe. So on that right hand above that, on the on the shoulders. Yeah, I think that comes from the shoulder. Yeah, because it's black and white. Yeah, and if you look at her shoulder above that white patch. Yeah, yeah, it could be. There's some bars up there, so yeah, it could be that. But it's a nice, it's a nice card, nice patch, nice auto. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so from four thousand to about fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred and fifteen hundred dollars and ninety nine cents. Best offer accepted. Okay. All right, King of the Week. This was on the fourteenth of July. It's a Max Verstappen twenty twenty two Tops Industry Conference. Formula One card. It's a PSA 10. Uh, there's not a whole lot of those cards. Who knows what the population is on those things, but somebody picked those up at the industry conference and uh, got some good packs and got one that's a 10. And that card, it um, it's a PSA 10, of course. There's a Pop 2. It went for $2,999.99. Buy it now. So they just listed it. And on this one, for sure, somebody went click and bought it. So what do you think about that price? Do you think I it's... don't know. I think what makes it special is, of course, the 
industry conference logo on there. Definitely. Um, I, you know, who knows what numbers they produced on that? It can't be a whole lot, I would think. So to get a ten on one of those cards, and I think they came in cello, little cello packs, didn't mm -hmm. they? I think so. So, so the you know, there's an opportunity for the condition to to be off because they get banged around and whatnot. So I think it may be a little high. I don't know, but you know, time will tell. So it's a pretty cool card overall, though I think. And it's a cool set to chase. I'm not sure about the price of it's. I haven't yeah. tried to pursue any of them, so but yeah. I know it's limited. Limited, but like I said, but it, you know, it's three thousand dollars. So yeah, so yeah, that's a pretty cool card. So let's move on, I guess. Yep. Uh, our ace of the week. This was on the 12th of July, 2020 Panini Prime Chronicles. Kyle Larson, one of one, Goodyear patch. That's a nice. That's a nice patch. That's pretty cool. I would have to guess that may have come from his Target uniform, uh, since it's red. Um, but anyway, that card went for six hundred and thirty-nine dollars with seventeen bids. So, pretty strong for a, a card out of Prime. I tell you, Prime. You know, the the older Prime, like twenty seventeen. 2018 that's some good good stuff and that's 2020 right there but you know prime prime just continues to amaze me with the stuff that comes out of it it's pretty yeah it's a nice card all right uh last but not least our royal flush this was on the 14th of july 2021 tops dynasty f1 lewis hamilton jumbo red patch Auto three of five, and this card went for eighty one hundred dollars with thirty four bids. So, and of course, it's not graded or anything. It's still got the dynasty seal on the the mag mag holder, but uh, pretty nice looking card right there. And of course, you know, Lewis Hamilton autographs right now. Anything that's autographed by him is seems like it's it goes for pretty good money. So, we all think about that card. Hey, at least we know where the R comes from on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice, yeah. Three three or five and nice auto. Well, do you want to go back to the Daniel Ricardo real quick if Jason Jason knows yeah, sure. where the uh where it came from? The patch. So let me get this picture pulled up here. You wanna pull this down or swap mine out? Um no. So just go ahead and leave that right there. And then let me share. I'm thinking that that came from uh, where am I at? That uh, this is in the way. This little C right here. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. But it gets blocked whenever. Right there. Pretty sure that's that C. Yeah, and you notice their uniforms are like NASCAR uniforms. It's all silk screened on now and not embroidered. So, so that's cool. I okay. still have yet to figure out that Danica Patrick one is driving me crazy <laughs> from two weeks ago. <laughs> but that's it for King's Court this week. All right. Thank you, sir. Anything else we uh, missed or need to touch on before we head out? 
Ty freaking Gibbs, hashtag skin marks. Uh, real quick, Donruss boxes are like $90 now. Um, what they start at? 120, 130? Yeah. Somewhere in there. So, uh, 85. 8995 DA has them in stock. Um, Steel City does not. Amazon still has them. You know, they're always a little higher. They're still about one, 110 for them. But yeah, DA has them in stock for 89.95. I've actually noticed quite a bit of NASCAR on sale on some of those websites on David Adams, Steel City, and Blowout. So if you're looking for some older stuff, check those out. 2017 Don Ross and uh, Prism, all those. They've, they've come down a little bit. Yeah, uh, our local, our newest LCS store has 2017 Donruss hobby boxes for like 50 bucks, and he's got and he's got a ton of them. He must have he must have bought a bunch. What year? 2017 Donruss. Probably 50. when they were at the 30 dollars or whatever it was for 50 bucks. Yeah, nice. So, Mike Summer, this may be the chance for you to go ahead and buy 2022 Donruss Racing now at 90 dollars a box. Yeah, it might be in his warehouse. Might be. Uh, yeah, thanks to our sponsor, Panini America. Please like, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel. I'm counting down the days to the national. If you're going to be at the national, uh, let us know. And I think we're going to try to attend the F1 trade night as well. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be busy. It's going to be a busy time, that's for sure. We're going to be busy this national, more so than we've ever been. Uh, looking forward to it. So uh, for me and the guys, thanks for listening, watching to the podcast, and we will catch you next week. All right, out of here.